Hello, this is Joe Moffat, uh, continuing the series of reflections by the Teddington clergy team. Um, you, that for those who've been following uh, this podcast, you you might have noticed that uh, there's been a pause for some days uh, without uh, a, a reflection offered. Uh, apologies for that. Uh, some of us have been taking a post-Easter break, and so it's been difficult to continue uh, publishing these every day. Uh, but from now on, we hope to publish them on, when, on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays, so three times a week, and I hope we can continue that for the uh, next uh, period. Uh, we have been reflecting uh, since Easter on some of Jesus's resurrection appearances, and I'll be uh, picking up on one of those uh, stories. But I want to begin by admitting to a degree of despondency uh, as I've uh, resumed work after my break. I think most of that despondency is probably shared by uh, many of us. A general despondency about another three weeks of lockdown. Uh, uh, not much sign of when life might get back to some kind of normality. And also now the the sort of novelty factor of the things we were learning uh, to do uh, in those first uh, few weeks of lockdown has kind of worn off a bit uh, for us uh, as a church. We've uh, got to grips a little bit with our video services and these podcasts and other things. And uh, I guess the buzz of that has uh, worn off a little bit now. So we're asking um, ourselves, how much longer? And uh, uh, can I keep uh, can I keep doing this? Can we keep up our stamina for producing things in different ways and and just simply coping? But there's also a more specific uh, reason for my despondency, and um, that has to do with the funeral ministry that is increasingly uh, preoccupying us. Uh, Caroline and I, between us, are booked to do uh, seven funerals in the next uh, two or three weeks, and um, none of them are are easy. Uh, some of them are uh, known to be COVID-related, uh, others not, uh, but all of them uh, are difficult in the sense that the things that we would normally want to offer uh, in terms of personal visits, uh, services that can offer uh, different ways of people marking someone's life and giving thanks and gathering people together and uh, and, and having a good reception afterwards. So, so many of these things are, are restricted, are not allowed. And uh, it's, uh, it's really hard to see people uh, whose grief is very raw, but that grief is then compounded by isolation. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I did a, a kind of funeral service over the phone for a widow who wasn't allowed out to, to attend her partner's funeral. And then this week I, I did a funeral at a crematorium and the eight mourners simply had to leave the service, uh, go back to their own homes without any sort of uh, reception or way of, as it were, supporting each other through 
through, a, a, as it were, a, a few drinks and some good storytelling. Uh, it's really difficult to see. And uh, as I say, it's uh, caused me uh, a lot of grief, really. And so the story I relate to among the resurrection appearances is the story we find in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 24, of two disciples uh, uh, going uh, for a walk on the road to Emmaus. Uh, two disciples who are clearly uh, despondent and are engaged in just uh, a, a mournful, good old moan. And uh, we're told that while they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognising him. My guess is that's true of despondency. It's uh, so hard to see the positives, the signs of hope or the presence of the risen Christ walking alongside us or, or meeting us in the people we are in contact with. Despondency keeps our eyes from recognising him. So I ask myself, how can we be lifted from this despondency and have our eyes opened? Well, if we follow the story, uh, Luke wants us to notice uh, two things, two critical things that made the difference. Firstly, the opening of the scriptures. And secondly, the breaking of the bread. Let's begin with the opening of the scriptures. It says that uh, Jesus broke open, the, as it were, the story of his life and ministry in the context of the story of salvation in the Hebrew scriptures. And when the disciples looked back on their walk and on that discussion, they said to themselves, were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road, while he was opening the scriptures to us? It strikes me that telling the story is uh, a critical way of being lifted out of despondency. If I go back to my funeral ministry for a moment, uh, I notice that the mood of despondency is often lifted in a funeral uh, when there is a good eulogy or tribute, uh, when the story of a person's life is told with uh, affection and insight. And I know that the role of the minister is to place that individual story in the context of the bigger story about God and salvation and heaven, to relate a person's earthly life with our hope of a heavenly eternal life, a life in communion with God. And this highlights our need to tell our stories and to listen to the stories of others. And I wonder whether this period of lockdown is actually a good time to, to tell stories and listen to stories uh, within our own families and friends. Uh, a good time perhaps 
to ask parents and grandparents about their memories from childhood or earlier life. A good time to pull down photo albums and uh, remember uh, times gone by. I've been enjoying uh, watching the uh, box set of the 2005 uh, test series between England and Australia, that greatest uh, Ashes triumph. Uh, that was a very much part of uh, my, uh, as it were, sporting memory. And uh, it's lovely to share that with my son. It also highlights the need to keep opening our scriptures and in particular the gospel stories about Christ. Telling his story helps to open our eyes to his risen presence alongside us and helps to relate our story to the bigger story of salvation. The second thing that Luke uh, suggests is important is the breaking of bread. Again, it says in that passage, then their eyes were opened and they recognised him when he took bread, blessed and broke it. It highlights the importance of communion, of sharing the sacrament as a way of recognising the presence of Christ in our midst. And it is a real grief for me and for many of us uh, that we can't do this at the moment. I'm sure it's adding to my despondency. It would really help me, and I guess others, if we could uh, gather once again around the altar to share communion. But there's three uh, small uh, positives that I can take at the moment from this. Uh, firstly, uh, there's something in this Emmaus story about the significance of seeing the sacrament, of seeing the bread broken. And I know that in the absence of receiving it, uh, that we can still as it were, by our video services, provide an opportunity for people to see the sacrament and see the bread being broken. And I know that's not the same, but I hope it still has some significance for you. The second little consolation is that I think missing uh, communion will increase our appreciation for it. Uh, some people at the moment are talking about fasting from the feast and the way in which that will increase their yearning and desire for it. And so maybe in that sense, there is something positive to be taken. And thirdly, um, this period might help to redress the balance that... Uh, uh, certainly St Luke seems to suggest we need to keep between uh, opening the scriptures and breaking bread together. Uh, those two elements to our worship that should always go hand in hand and perhaps as a church uh, we have placed more emphasis on the breaking of bread than on the breaking open of scripture. Uh, 
And so uh, perhaps this is a time when we can redress that balance and and spend time breaking open the scripture uh, and uh, reading our Bibles a bit more. Uh, perhaps that's no bad thing. So my advice for lifting us out of our despondency is, in short, to rediscover the art of storytelling, the story of our lives and the story of that most amazing life of Jesus Christ our Lord. And in doing so, let us pray that he draws alongside us and our eyes are open to see him. Let us pray. Almighty Father, who in your great mercy gladdened the disciples with the sight of the risen Lord, give us such knowledge of his presence with us, that we may be strengthened and sustained by his risen life, and serve you continually in righteousness and truth, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. <laughs>